Hello, and welcome to The Writing Forge, where we discuss tips and tricks for honing your writing. I'm Bonnie. I'm Miranda. And we're your hosts. Let's Let's get get into it. it. Oh my god, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. Ah, 2023. May there be better things. (laughs) But... Uh, since it is New Year's, and in the spirit of New Year's, firstly, welcome to season two. Yay. Hope you enjoyed our new intro. We love it. Um, and today it is just me and Bonnie, yeah. and we will be talking about goal setting for writers, but we're going to take a little bit different spin on it. So this was Bonnie's idea. Yes. So how about you explain what we're going to be talking about today? Well, first, I just, you know, New Year's is a good time to be setting goals and things. And I specifically wanted to talk about defining your goal as a writer like what 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 do you want out of writing because i think that as you've set that goal it will really help you know what to do going forward um mm-hmm. what what path there there's different lots of different paths to take as a writer and so knowing what your goal is will help you know which one to take so i would say defining your goal as a writer what we mean by that is what is writing to you so like why are you writing are you writing because you're trying to get something out or are you writing just for you because you need it to survive but it's never going to see the light of day or are you writing to be published are you writing with that goal that intent no I need to finish this piece I need to get it out I need to submit and then is your goal a certain number of eyes on your on your book is your goal simply I want to see my name in print you know there's lots of different yeah. Um, that was one of the things that led one of like a smaller thing, but that led me to being a, a, an editor instead of a writer. It was like, what do I want out of being a writer? What I want out of being a writer is to be friends with writers because they're <laughs> cool. And I was like, oh, I don't have to be a writer to do that. I can be an editor and and meet lots of cool writers. So so that was a part, a tiny part of my journey there. So uh, we were talking about this and we thought we'll talk about the kind of four possible career paths that you can go on as a writer. Um, obviously, there's a lot more than that, and everyone's path is a little different, but kind of like four broad categories. Yes. And um, so so one of them is is just writing for pleasure. Yes. Like maybe you, you journal, maybe you write poems when, when the mood strikes you. Maybe you write fan fiction. Maybe you write... You write for the fun of it. There's no deadline. There's no set expectations. There's no, I would say writing for pleasure tends to be, if you're only writing for pleasure, you are writing for yourself predominantly. Yeah, I would say that I think is what defines this this path for me is like you don't care about anyone else reading your stuff. You maybe don't, maybe you actively don't want anyone else to read what you've written. Um, you just want to write just want to you write for it. writing's sake. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I think I, I wanted to start with this one because I think, that is okay. I think a lot of times right. we we go um, as as writers and in communities of writers, th- there's a lot of pressure that you need to be publishing in order to be a writer, and that is not true. No. If you write things, you are a writer, whether or not you have published it. Um, and so embrace that, and 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 be okay with that. If that's if that's what you want out of writing, that is great. And so if you're writing down this path, um, goal setting for you will look very differently because like you will have full control over all of the things is, do you want to start a daily practice? Do you not care about a daily practice at all? (laughs) Do you like, do you want to collect writing prompts? Do you 
Like, I, I feel like this has the most freedom in the softest goals yeah. out of the ones that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Simply because it is for you and for you alone. And so, therefore, you decide what your year is going to look like right. based on that. Like, is it just something that you're going to pick up when you have 15 minutes? Or is it something that you want to devote, uh, like, dedicated time to? And so I feel like that's, like, your main, that's your main thing to determine. Especially since it's it's supposed to be fun. Like I right. feel like all writing is supposed to be it fun. It should, yeah. But yeah. Um. So then the next maybe level. That's not the right word. The next path that we were talking about was the hobbyist. So this is where you want other people to read your work, maybe. Mm. Um. Not necessarily with the goal of publishing, though. Yes, exactly. Like you're you're writing for friends, you're writing for family, or perhaps like a serial on the internet, but not one that is intended to bring in monetary value. Yeah, I think a lot of um, like a lot of not all, but a lot of memoir memoir writers can fall into this category. They want to write out their life story mm-hmm. for for their family members, for their friends and kids to read, and they don't necessarily care that if it, if a lot of people in the world. Now, plenty of memoir writers also want to to have their story go out wider, but um but I think that is one category they can fall into. We also you mentioned fan fiction earlier. I feel like fan fiction could fall under this category as well. Yes. Um because that like by definition, well, by definition you can't make money off of fan fiction. Now, if you change enough names, then... <laughs> <laughs> if you scrub the serial numbers off and, <laughs> and republish it. Yeah, um, then you can. And we have some famous examples of that out in the world, but... But that's not what today's episode's that's about. That's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> it, and well, and it depends on the kind of fan fiction, right? Because you have those bits that are... You have those stories that are just little snippets and they're complete after one little... After one posting, and it's short, it's sweet, and it's to the point, and and then that's it. And then you won't hear from that author again for <laughs> months and months or years and years. Right. Whereas then you have the fan fiction that is closer to, like, uh, I guess the example today would be Kindle Vela. Mm. Um, or is Kindle Vela more like fan fiction? Mm. I know what came first. <laughs> um, but a more serialized format where you have fans and people who are following and and you're writing on a schedule or attempting to write on a schedule and then – disappearing for months and months. <laughs> I feel like you're speaking from experience. I'm not sure. Me? What side, though? Yeah. Shh. <laughs> but, and that, you know, that's verging onto the self-publishing, and, and that's fine. Like, all of these things oh, yeah. are just categories we came up with, like. Yeah. Like, they're not set by any stretch of the imagination. But if you're a hobbyist, what are some goals that we can set for the year? Like, determine how many pieces you want to go out. Yeah. Like, length of pieces that you want to go out. I want to give my friends and family three short stories this right. year. Or like uh, my grandpa decided to write his autobiography for us to read. And, and so I send him a question every few weeks and about his life to help him. And then he'll answer. Oh, nice. Um, so, I like that. Yeah. So that you can do something like that. Um, so so maybe along those lines, like he wanted to write the autobiography, but he's like, I'm getting stuck. So he asked for help from, from family members. So that's, I mean, that's something you can do no matter which uh track you take track you take Uh, another thing I was thinking of that maybe starts to fall into place here is 
as a hobbyist is, like you mentioned before, um, having a daily writing practice and determining what you want that to look like. Mm -hmm. Or whether you're, what do they call them, burst writers? Mm. People who will write in a single stretch and then not write for a long time. Like that is that is another thing. Maybe we should have talked about that in our misconceptions episode, <laughs> or maybe we should have a second misconceptions <laughs> episode. But a daily writing habit, while useful and has its place, is not the end all be all. Yeah. By any stretch of the imagination, there are plenty of people who are very successful who don't have a daily writing habit. Yeah. But it is something that a lot of people do strive for and work towards, and so. That's that's a question that you have to answer for yourself. Is a daily writing habit something that you're interested in? Is it something that you want? Yeah. And if it is, then what does that look like for you? Is it in the morning, evening, afternoon? Is it a word count? I know there's, uh, at the time, there's been a huge anti-word count movement on oh, the yeah. internet because um, a lot of people are saying it's not about that. And ultimately it's not, but it is a stable metric by which you can track. Yeah. I think it, it all deter- depends on what kind of mindset you have. Like word count works really well for me because I like numbers. I like to see them tick up. But some people, like it's better for them if they just say, I'm just going to write for half an hour every day. Mm-hmm. And no, it doesn't matter how many words I get out. I could sit here and stare at the blank page. But just having the butt in the chair yes, and hands on the keyboard um, can be really big. I was thinking too, I think I probably as a writer fall under the hobbyist because, I, and, and I'm definitely a burst writer because I pretty mm-hmm. much only write um, in November when it's NaNoWriMo. So yep. if that's a thing that you do, you can be in the club with me <laughs> <laughs> and um, set goals for that. So like one of my goals is next it, f- to prepare for NaNo is to come up with an outline and, and, and know what I'm going to write ahead of time. So then the next category we thought of was the self-publishing route. And really, I mean, maybe we talk about self-publishing and traditional. They kind of like, they're like, they're in this intertwined dance, I feel like. and They're very similar when it comes to goal setting. But I feel like there's there, there are equal writing-related goals, mm. but there are different writing-adjacent goals yeah, when it comes to publishing and self-publishing. Mm-hmm. Because... Traditional publishing, so I guess we'll just talk about both yeah, at the same time. Yeah, I was thinking it's going to happen. <laughs> we'll talk about both at the same time. Traditional publishing uh, takes a long time. We've discussed that in our previous season. It, it takes quite a while. But as any traditional published author will tell you, uh, if you want to continue selling books, you need to continue writing them. So while you're <laughs> while you're stalled in, you know, because the book is with, you know, the publisher's editor or at some point during the publishing process, you should always be writing. Yes. Whereas with self-publishing, you are writing because, like, you need the next thing to come out. You don't have possibly more more secure I don't know is traditional publishing more secure I have heard both arguments I think yeah I think that could go either way for sure I think a lot of it depends on luck and how good you are at marketing yeah but with with self-publishing like you're 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 doing everything yourself and you're doing the marketing yourself and you're doing you know producing yourself and yeah so um, you can't I guess kind of your point is like you have to schedule in time for that whereas if you're traditional publishing you can just focus on more more on the writing you still have to do some of the other stuff too for me that would be the big difference between traditional publishing and self-publishing when it comes to writing goals your goal is to always to write obviously because that's how that's how you are continuing to gain readership fellowship and money (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like that um you know we talked at the beginning about like defining your goals or writer i feel like that 
is really important when you're making the decision between self-publishing and traditional publishing. Mm. Like, how much creative control do you want over your book? How much are you, like, what I want to do is right. I don't want to worry about all this other stuff. Um, so I'm going to try to go the traditional route. Um, mm. I like Amy, our friend Amy, who's been on before. Um, she always talks about, like, she had the marketing skills. Like, she studied business and things and ran businesses before be- publishing. And so she's like, you know what? I have these skills that I, I can do that. I can do the self-publishing thing and, and do that part of things. Whereas other people are like, I don't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. So I yeah. – um, Although I have, I do have bad news for you. You have to do marketing. <laughs> you have to no do marketing which, on both sides. Yeah. Sorry, just less, I think, and the traditional, and the traditional route. And and the benefit of the traditional route is you have like publicist people yes. giving you ideas and things. Well, and usually built-in audiences from the publisher themselves. Yeah. But again, that's where the creative control thing. How, how much of a control freak are you? you might, oh, you're more of majorly. a control freak. You might want to be <laughs> a self-publisher. You will pry control from my cold dead hands. <laughs> but you're trying to traditionally publish, aren't you? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the goal setting comes in. I mean, the ultimate goal would be to be hybrid. So yeah. Is is my ultimate goal. But we'll see if that happens. So. I mean, I do think I think the market is going more that way. Like mm-hmm. you see more and more traditionally published authors also doing their own their thing, own on, thing the side. on the side. So, so all of that's very idea based. Mm-hmm. Effervescent is not quite the word I'm but looking I love for. That word. Intangible. There you go. All of that's very intangible. So, goal setting. How do we set a good goal? So, I always like to think, although I should have looked it up, the SMART goals. Right. I'm trying to remember what the acronym stands for. I know the M is measurable. Uh, timeline. Yeah. SMART. S M A R T. Specific. Mm-hmm. Measurable achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Yes. So I think it's really important to set goals like that as a writer because you can have your dream pie in the sky of I want to be a best-selling author who earns millions of dollars, but like you don't have a lot of control over that, honestly. Yes. And um, it's a lot... I think it's better for your mental health if you can set some smart goals instead because a lot of, you know, becoming a bestseller and a millionaire is going to be luck again. Yeah. You can't control how many people buy your book, but you can control how many books you release in a year mm-hmm. because the bigger backlog you have, like I, I have heard multiple times that the best advertisement for your first book is your second book. <laughs> and so... I mean, people want to find a writer that they like who comes out with books regularly. Like, yes. That, that's certainly how I do things most of the time is, oh, this this author that I liked before has another book. I'm going to read it. And sometimes this author suggested other authors and things, right? But yeah. But the, the, the majority of my personal reading is writers that I've found that I like and I keep reading their stuff. And Mm -hmm. if they have a lot of stuff, then I'm like, sweet, I'm getting into a world. I can read a lot of things at once. Or at least an author you can trust. Like I Mm. always like their stuff. Yeah. Always. Like even if it's a new world or a different genre every time, it's like, no, I know your writing style. I know what, you know, I know kind of what you're about. I know what you're going to give me. And there's, there's a relief in that. Like, cause I, uh, I've heard if you're anxious watch something that you've seen before because you Hmm. know how it's going to end and I feel like favorite authors are along that same vein like it doesn't have to be something that I've read before but it it does have to be someone that I trust yeah so and that's I feel like a great marketing tip (laughs) not that we're marketing (laughs) experts but that's um, why yeah that's why everyone talks about branding yes and why it's important Mm -hmm. so what are some some smart goals we can set as writers so like you were saying how many books how many books do you want to write in a year 
Yes. Um, even if it's just one, like one book a year or even if it's one book every two years, like setting a goal like that is helpful. Um, and then and then part of that is like breaking it down. So say mm. your goal is I want to write a book this year. Then you need to say, how am I going to do that? Do I need to have this daily writing practice? Do I need to go to something like Shut Up and Write where I am committed to the peer mm. pressure of other people? <laughs> do I need to book two writing retreats because mm, yeah. I can't fit it into my day to day and therefore... You're planning on writing X amount of words in two weeks. Yeah. Or, yeah. So what what does that look like for you? And then schedule those steps. I've heard everybody and their brother talk about, like, put it in your calendar. Yeah. Put it in your calendar, make an appointment, and make it non-negotiable. Um, I... One, probably tell Google way too much of my life because I use the Google Calendar and stuff. But I recently discovered that they have a thing called goals and you can put a goal in to Google and it will like fit it into your calendar. So I just recently put like I want to try to play piano for 15 minutes every day. And so it it looked at my schedule when I have things booked out and put in the 15 minute chunk when I didn't have something else scheduled. Oh, I'm going to have to take a look at that. That sounds crazy. It was. It was kind of crazy, but fun. (laughs) Um, So... Tools, tools you can use. Oh, tools, if we're tool. talking about tools, should we talk about Habitica? Habitica. <laughs> Bonnie got me to join Habitica, God, three years now? I, I, I don't know. That's crazy. It is a website where you can input daily tasks, habits, and there's a third category. What is it? Just regular tasks, like not daily things, right? Oh, like one, like a checklist. Yeah. Like this is what I need to accomplish today. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can put all those things in this website and then when you check them off, you get experience points and your tiny little avatar levels up. <laughs> and you fight and you can fight bosses. You can fight bosses and you can collect pets. Yes. That's it. Like that's the extent <laughs> of it. And it is so rewarding for my <laughs> mental state. Like like gathering all the little pets that mean nothing is perfect for me. Um, so anyway, I, it's like it's like stickers on crack. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so I really like Habitica and I made Miranda join. And I was I would say, listeners, if you want to join on Habitica, <laughs> Tell me your username and I you can you can join my party. Um, but, unless the party gets too big, I don't know. But <laughs> Habitica aside, there are tons of tracking apps mm-hmm. like Habit Trackers. Yeah, great websites. There, oh, I think it was still around because I checked in on it. It does cost a small fee, but it's called like seven hundred and fifty words. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, where the guy who founded the website was talking about how his instructor when he was in school talked that you should write 750 words a day which comes out to about roughly three pages on a word document single spaced no double spaced I'm yeah, not even certain there's, like, there's 250, 250 words per page is like the industry standard but I don't yeah. I don't know it's it's about one double spaced is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah word document page and so um so it would be three word document pages and I think it comes out to like three or four handwritten pages depending mm-hmm. on how big you write in your handwriting and <laughs> da, 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 da. Count a few and you'll figure it out. Um, but that one is specifically for trying to hit that word count. And again, they have like little things that you can collect and like stats that it records for you and and all kinds of stuff. And so so you can do something as simple as setting a timer or, or an alarm in a notebook. Or you can do something as complicated as, as programming software to have your computer <laughs> pop up and remind you that, hey, you're doing a thing. Yeah. So... What other good tools? I like the Heroes Journal because it talks, it has, it's a physical journal that you can write in, which I love to do, even though, you know, computers are the way of the world now. But it has places where you can write down your goal. 
the steps that you can take to reach towards your goal. And like it has, it's set up, it, it's set up with productivity in mind. Uh, but it also has cute little animations on like, well, not animations, it's cute little cartoons on every single page and you journey through the journal. And so like every week you get a fresh little scene. And so I think I have, I have a winter themed one. And so we're, we're currently trekking through, we're currently trekking up a mountain. And I think next week uh, I get to see an abominable snowman. Nice. So that's cool. <laughs> on my little journal pages. So I like that, but there's plenty of journals and there's plenty of like YouTube's a great resource. Yeah. There's there's a ton of people who talk about goal setting and and journals and calendars and any anything that you could want. <laughs> well, I hope this discussion of goals has been useful for you, um, listeners. And uh, I was just thinking, I think two things I'd like to see us talk about in in the social media is um, what are your goals for the year? We can yes. help each other keep track of our goals. Some accountability is always good. And then, what are your favorite goal tracking? Methods, devices, yeah. Awesome. Stay sharp, my friends. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Writing Forge, an NCW podcast brought to you by Nagano Press. Learn more about The Writing Forge and our parent company, Northern Colorado Writers, at our website, northerncoloradowriters.com. Social links are in the episode description. You can subscribe to The Writing Forge wherever podcasts are aired. Don't forget to rate and review. Join NCW for more informational writing content.